Hey guys, this is Paul Ramsdale, the creator of Mystery Jones. So this is a comedy show, but I want to stop and address something serious before this episode. I'd like to warn listeners that the upcoming show depicts gun violence in a school setting. While we strive to make it as cartoony as possible, we still urge you to use discretion before listening in case those depictions might scare or upset you. Also, no matter who you are, please consider making a donation to support common sense gun laws. Okay, on with the show. Do not adjust your radio, mobile phone, or other futuristic listening device. This is not a test. You have intercepted a special secret recording of events from the life and career of Detective Mystery Jones. Who is Mystery Jones, you ask? Well, I used to be a kid detective, but after I couldn't solve my greatest mystery, I hung up my trench coat and grew the f*** up. Until one day, young investigator Chrissy found Mystery and convinced him to get back in the game. Do you want to team up and solve some mysteries? Heck yes, I do. Now the two super sleuths work together to solve dangerous and sinister crimes around their elementary school. Will they live to see the end of the show? Probably. Stay tuned to find out in this week's episode entitled Murder on the Blue Bus Express. We find our hero, Mystery Jones, solving a quick conundrum while he's on morning bus duty at Brower Elementary. The bus duty is part of his court-ordered community service, but the mystery? Well, that's just gravy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, start from the beginning, stupid Teddy, and go faster. Not all of us can think as slow as you. So, 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 when I went back to my cubby at the end of the day, my holographic Charizard was missing. I think mean old Danny took it. He's a third grader. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. You brought a holographic Charizard to school with you? (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) Mystery solved. That's your fault. Don't bring valuable stuff to school, idiot. That card doesn't belong to you anymore. What's your second most valuable card? Um, this Blastoise. Nope, not anymore. It's mine now. Keep your valuables at home, Teddy. That is your lesson for the day. But, but... Go on, Scram. (laughs) Stupid Teddy is so f***ing stupid. Hey, Mystery, what's up? Yo, Chrissy, I'm just taking a duty all over these buses. How about you? Actually, I wanted to go over some notes with you about last night's scope out. I... Nice, a bus. My duty for the day is over. But then... Help! Help! There's been a murder on this bus! Gasp! Sometimes in life you board a bus, and sometimes you don't get off that bus. Such was the case for one unfortunate student this cold November morning. At 8.56 a.m., a school bus pulled up to Brower Elementary. People on board, the driver, 22 alive kids, and one super dead kid. Mystery and Chrissy have gathered them all up in Principal Commissioner's office for questioning. Jones, why is there 22 kids, a bus driver, and one super dead kid in my office? Oh, well, you see, uh, at 8.56 a.m. this cold November morning. I know about the murder. Get the dead kid out of my office. Right. Okay, I'll call him the janitor. Hey! Mr. Meatball! Yeah, that's my name. Could you get this, uh, dead kid out of here? Great! Last name, by the way. Oh, yeah, thanks for sure. I took my wife's last name, actually. Meatball. I thought it was a whole heck of a lot cuter than Mr. Hitler. <laughs> hey! You know what, now that I'm hearing it, 
It is cuter. Hey, stop. You're gonna make this old guy blush. Now, is this the dead kid? No, that's glassy-eyed Susan. That, over there, is the dead kid. Oh, yep, I see it now. This is a child, and her name is Susan. All right, so I'll go ahead and take this dead kid and bury him on the ground while we're waiting for the coroner to show up. Thank you kindly, Mr. Meatball. Chrissy, would you be so kind as to start this line of questioning so we can get these kids out of my office? Right. So, 8 a.m. this morning, who's the first stop on the blue bus? Okay, hold up now. The, uh... The what, did you call it? The blue bus? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that bus was yellow, Chrissy, like all buses. We might need to get your eyes checked. Uh, no mystery, there are six buses, right? Uh, yeah, that checks out. And to differentiate, they're all assigned a different color sticker that they display by the door. I love stickers, go on. And this one was the blue bus. No, it's clearly yellow. But it is labeled blue. <laughs> so how can there be six different labels when there are only four colors? Um, there's six colors? No, there's only four. Red, blue, yellow. Whoa, wait, you think there's only four colors? Like, total out of all the colors? There's hundreds of colors, mystery, maybe even thousands. Um, no. Chrissy, I don't like to use this word, but I think you might be retractard. Okay, what did you say the four colors are? Red. Okay. Blue. Yeah. Yellow. Uh-huh. And taupe. What? Taupe? That's crazy! How is that crazy? What color is the grass, then? Blue-yellow. Oh, my God. And what about an orange? What color is an orange, mystery? Red-yellow. Dude, it's orange! Yeah, that's its name. That's its color! You are so confused, Retracto girl. Holy Okay, what color would you call the ocean, but, like, deep ocean after a storm, and the sun is just coming out, and the birds are out, and everyone's having a good time? What color is that? Hmm. Yeah, great question. Um, that would be blue, blue, taupe, yellow. Jesus f Hey, kids, in my office. I want them out. Right. Sorry. Okay, back to the investigation. You were all on the bus when this kid was, what is his name? Jordan Delbinski. Oh, sh That was Dublinsky? Well, that's your motive. Wait. I must. I missed something. What? What's the motive? Jordan Dublinsky is the most annoying kid in school. Maybe in the country. We'll never know now, but what I do know is that each and every kid on the blue bus had motive to kill Jordan. And each and every kid in this room is a suspect. Jones. Sorry, I just get excited. I'm still really pumped about this new noise app I got. It's called Explosions and More Mobile Light for free. It's awesome. Over 3,000 sound effects at your fingertips with a million more well on the way. Every sound effect for every occasion. Explosions and more mobile light and free. Check your app store today. I'm going to count to three, and if you haven't put that phone away, I'm taking it till recess. No! It's... Okay, it's away! God, jeez! Okay. <clears throat> Where was I? Right. Dead kid. We'll be taking you all one at a time. You! You're first. And so our troubled heroes enter into a montage of sorts, which is hard to show on the radio. But nonetheless, they interview each and every kid that was on the bus that morning, one at a time, and they all have a different story. And I was minding my own business, looking out the window. I always look out the window, honest. 
Every day, I get in my seat. Uh, what do I do? I look out the freaking window again. And, and Susan didn't want to share her seat with me, so I had to, like, go sit up front with Leonard. And everyone knows I despise Leonard. Not because he smells, which he does, but more because of his Jewish heritage. And I'll bet Morgan said I didn't want to sit with her. That is so like her. I always want to sit with her. But today, she said that she didn't want to sit with me. So then when Henry got on at Maple, he ends up in my seat. I mean, no. No one sits next to Jordan ever. I mean, the kid's the f***ing worst. I, I was in his row today, and that's just because I was last to the Brown Avenue stop today. So. What's the Brown Avenue stop? It's the busiest bus stop in town. Twelve whole kids get on at that stop. That's half the bus, so you see... You'll have to rush to get there in the morning, because bus seats are mostly assigned by now. Except if you're the last one to the stop. Then you're the last one on the bus, and the last one on the bus has to sit in Jordan's row. Not his seat. Thank God there's not enough kids for that. But being in his row is punishment enough. Besides that, if you aren't first to the Brown Avenue stop, you'll lose your place in the Russian roulette game at the back of... Oh, shit. Back up. The what? Nothing. Forget I said anything. Hey, all you kids, is there an underground Russian roulette game played on the regs in the back of this yellow bus? Blue bus. Are you? Jeffrey, are you guys playing a secret Russian roulette game on that bus? Yep. Dude. He asked me. Thanks, Jeffrey. I appreciate the intel. Although, come on, man. Don't be such a rat. <laughs> you know what they say. Snitches get stitches. Ow! Mystery! He f***ing snitched. Enough. Detectives, you've interrogated every kid in here. Are you satisfied? Can they leave? Oh, yeah. We're super done with them. Scram, baby boys. <clears throat> and girls. Yeah, and baby boy girls. So, you thinking what I'm thinking? I think so. An old-fashioned bait-and-switch. What? No, Chrissy, we, we aren't going fishing again. We just went last week. I No, look, we gotta get on that bus tomorrow morning in disguise, sneak into their game, and when you catch them red-handed, turn the gun on them and bring the perp to justice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Cool. So, same page. Investigator Chrissy and Detective Mystery Jones spend the rest of the day on edge, keeping a weary eye on the group that became known as the Blue Bus 22, especially Susie. Even that night, neither of our heroes got a wink of sleep. Chrissy was tossing and turning, worrying about Jordan's poor parents and wondering which of the kids seemed the most suspicious and maybe most of all, dreading the inevitable game of Russian roulette that awaited her in the morning. Mystery was also plagued by unanswerable quandaries all night. Questions like, did he turn the stove off? Or did he forget to let his dog Roger back inside for six years? But the question that kept him awake most of all. How the f can a yellow bus be blue? Yeah, I didn't get a wink of sleep. Roger! I thought I left you outside for six years. You're okay. <laughs> What's that? You're not Roger? Roger died six years ago when I left him outside and you're my new dog that I got to replace him? <laughs> oh, you're my fourth new dog in six years? <laughs> well, that's just plain rude, Roger Five. You can stay outside and think about what you've done. Oh, shit. wait, is there a cat around here I'm supposed to be feeding? Across town, Investigator Chrissy walks to the Brown Avenue stop in full disguise and 40 minutes early determined to be the first in line. Much to her surprise, however, there are already two kids there before her, Susie and Damien. 
Wow. How early did you guys get here? Uh, who are you? Oh, uh, I'm Tommy Porkins. I just moved in. The, the school said there was an opening on this bus. Yeah, there is. You're not annoying, are you, Tommy? Uh, no. Good, then you'll fit right in. Yeah, you want to be part of our Russian roulette game? Damien! What? She was going to find out anyway. I'd, uh, I'd love to. I, I used to play in male school all the time. Oh, really? Yep. Well, great then. We'll show you how to play. <clears throat> Wait, what are we playing? I wasn't listening. Mystery, what are you doing here? Just following through with the plan, dummy. The plan was for you to follow me behind the bus. You can't pass for a third grader. Nonsense. I got my alter ego all worked out. Um, who are you, tall man? Uh, hi there. My name is Mystery Gonzalez. I just moved here from Canada. I like horses and foosball. And I need some friends show me around town. Maybe show me how to play game and all high-stakes bus games that you may or may not play on the ride to school and bus games with you, bus. At my old school, we used to play a game called Asphyxiation. What's your name? Oh, fun. I'm Susie. You can sit next to me today and I'll show you our game. I can't believe that worked. You aren't even wearing a wig. No, I know. I realized about halfway through the speech. Anyway, looks like we're in. 42 minutes later, Chrissy and Mystery are on the bus and the deadly game is about to start. Okay, so who has a gun? Hey, shh. You want us to get in trouble? We're already in hot water because of that Deblinsky kid. Oh, who that? Never mind who that is. Here, I brought the gun today. And if I remember correctly, it's Davy's turn to go. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man, Davy. I for sure thought you were going to bite it. I know. I thought that I was going to have my brain exploded. He, he, he. Okay, who's next? So, wait, uh, who was that, uh, Dabunsky kid you were talking about? Hmm. You ask uh, a lot of questions for a new kid. That was one question. You know what? I forgot my manners. You're new. We always let new kids go first. And we like you a lot. So we'll give you a treat. The Siberian Special. <gasps> Morgan, more bullets, please. Oh, uh, <laughs> that sounds, uh... <laughs> Fun! <laughs> uh, Mystery, what's a Siberian special? Yeah, I have no idea, but it looks like they're putting more bullets into the gun, so I think it's less like Pizza Friday special and more like Seven Minutes in Heaven with Mr. Meatball special. So, um. Alright, here we go! Here we go! All loaded up. Spin away, Tommy! <laughs> here I go! <laughs> I'm about to pull the trigger! Oh boy! <laughs> If anyone wanted to step in uh, the last second and stop this from happening, now would be <laughs> a really good time. Anybody? Nope. Yeah, all good here. Good luck, partner. I believe in you. Come on, Tommy, pull it! Okay! <laughs> you lose! What? What? Oh, what? The game, Tommy! You lost the dang game! I'm... I'm alive! What? Of course, cap guns don't kill people. People kill people. Did you think we were playing with a real gun, Tommy? What the f kind of roulette did you play at your old school? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're at school already? Oh. oh. 
Nice job, Chrissy. You handled that like pro. What the hell was that mystery? I thought I was gonna die out there like a f***ing soldier. Why didn't you step in? Oh, wait. Did you know it was a cap gun? <laughs> no, not at all. I thought you were a goner. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be brains and shit. But then it didn't, it didn't happen. Bummer, though. I thought for sure that was gonna be the answer. <laughs> Me too. I guess we're back to square one. Well, that was certainly a very intriguing first half of the show. Will the mystery be solved by the end of the episode? I guess you'll have to keep listening to find out. But first, you have to listen to these commercials. You don't have a choice. Our first sponsor today is Eugene Krakowski's Hash Corn Beef in a Can. Love the great nostalgic taste of Eugene Krakowski's Hash Corn Beef? But you're too busy being on the go to eat it. Well, now you can take it with you. The great people at the Eugene Krakowski factory have put their famous recipe in an easy-to-transport tin can that you can crack open and enjoy wherever your travels take you. Enjoy canned hashed corned beef on the bus or on the train or in any other enclosed yet public space where smells travel. Buy Eugene Krakowski's hash corned beef in a can. It's a delicious, healthy meal on the go. And our second sponsor today is Dennison Johnson's Adult Diapers for adults who need diapers. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. We find our heroes stuck in the clubhouse after school. 36 hours had passed since poor Jordan Delbinski was shot with a gun and bled until his tiny little child heart stopped beating. Mystery and Chrissy were racking their heads, looking for any possible answer. Damn it, Chrissy, it just doesn't make sense. No, I know, but we gotta keep thinking. There's gotta be something we've missed. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about the murder. I mean, how can a yellow bus be blue? God damn it, I swear to God, if you bring this up one more time. I can't believe you're shrugging this off like it's nothing. I can't sleep a damn wink with this one buzzing around my brain hole. I mean, look at this fucking bulletin board I've been working on to figure it out. Wow, it looks like a serial killer's bedroom wall. You've got newspaper clippings, red yarn, spider web all over. Mystery. If you worked half as hard on the murder mystery we've been assigned to as you have on this monstrosity of webs- Hey, it is not a monstrosity. Shh! Uh, excuse me? Shut up! I need to think. I think I got it. What? What do you have? No! It's not a rash, is it? I have this really nasty one. I wasn't gonna talk about it, but since you brought it up- Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lift up my shirt and- Don't I'm gonna, show it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show Don't you- Don't do that. Here Don't. we go. Three, two, two no, one. No, no. Here we go! Ah! Why is it wet? Don't- that's disgusting! No! The solution, mystery! I figured out who the murderer is! It's all a big web, you see? Yeah, I made it. Red string all over the wall, piecing together, photo clippings from my past. Hello? Principal Commissioner? I know who did it! Gather up everyone that was on that bus yesterday morning. I don't care that it's 8 p.m. and you just ate dinner! Get everyone down to the school now! So do you really know what happened? Oh, I know. Well, um, <clears throat> can you tell me? Eight p.m. on a school night. After dinner for all. After bedtime for some. To our fearless investigators, the time was no issue. For a matter of life, of death, of justice, 
no hour was too late. And so we find our heroes once again in the company of 22 little suspects, each with a different story. This better be good, Investigator. I'm missing my stories for this. Don't worry, Principal. This won't take long. Hey, what's the big idea? You dragged us all here in our PJs? You know who wishes he was wearing PJs right now? Jordan Jablinski. That's who. But he can't, because his tiny little body is dead right now. And here's the thing. Ho, 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 ho. Somebody on that bus, somebody in this room, knows who killed him. Or more likely, Everyone knows. Gasp! Just, if you have it, take it outside. No, no, not, not gas this time. Gasp! Right. Let me break it down. I have two explanations for what happened. A simple one and a complicated one. I'll start with the complicated. You all have a motive to kill little Jordan. He was annoying. We all know that, kid. I get that. But it goes deeper. Jordan sat in the same seat every day. No one wanted to ask him to move, so you just let him do it. But Susie, that used to be your seat until one day Jordan got to the stop earlier than you and never forgot that. That day threw everything out of whack. Susie, you stole Jeffrey's seat. Davey likes Morgan even though Morgan thinks you're gross. Jeffrey, now you sit with Dave. Tony sits behind them and he started a rumor that they hold hands on the way to but school. But you two used to sit together and now Morgan sits across from Damien. So to distance himself from these rumors, Morgan started a rumor that Damien's sitting with Jordan. And do you see what I'm getting at? You all hated Jordan and you all killed him. You all took turns shooting the kid who ruined your perfect morning commute in the same wound so that it looked like one shot. One gun wound, but many bullets. You all took a pact, and now you're all guilty. Jesus, is it really possible to kill someone like that? Oh, sure. <laughs> Just ask mystery. Oh, yeah, it's possible. It's like my favorite way to shoot people. And once we get the report back from the school coroner's office, we'll know for sure how many bullets that little kid had in him. But for now, I'll offer my simple solution. Because you see, while the complicated answer tells a good story, it leaves out one very, very important element which is the real solution to this mystery, which is... Death, there never was a blue bus. It was a yellow bus all along. It was all a hoax, and there is no kid named Jordan Dabinsky. There is no blue bus. No! It was the driver. See? Over there. Bus driver Jerry. Hey, yep. Been here all along. It was me. Oh, what? How did we not notice you? I don't know. I've been sitting here the whole time. You guys forgot to interrogate me yesterday, but I let it slide because I had to drive the half-day kindergartners home, bunch of slackers. But yep, it was me. I didn't speak up sooner because I just like watching you guys solve mysteries so much. I just couldn't help myself. I've actually been watching you solve mysteries since you were going to school here, Mystery. What? Oh, wait, Mr. Jerry? Is that you? It is. Oh, man, you drove me to school every day on bus number four. I know. I remember. I said hello to you every day for years, and we've since changed to a color labeling system. Bus number four is the blue bus now. Well, that's just poppycock and I won't have it in my investigation. I won't, but it is so good to see you, man. Thanks, mystery. It's good to see you too. Oh man, wow, okay, throwback there, but you know you're like in like, huge trouble, right? Like you murdered a child. Oh yeah, I figured. But you know, worth it, that little was so goddamn annoying. Worth whatever sentence I get. Worth it too to listen to all these kids' testimonies. 
I had no idea about half this shit happening on my bus. Sex games, friggin' Russian roulette, uh, kids doing lap dances for money, dollar bills, uh, snorting cocaine off the top of CD jewel cases, uh, swiping credit cards, parents' credit cards, in their ear holes. Whoa, they're still doing wax and tax? They changed to chips now. So you gotta put it in and wait for a beep. I probably just couldn't hear any of it over the sound of that f***ing Dobinsky brat singing wheels on the bus for the millionth goddamn time. Every f***ing day with that kid. The f***ing wheels on the f***ing bus. Yeah, yeah, we f***ing get it. And he always picked the songs that never end. Wheels on the bus, the hokey pokey, 99 bottles of f***ing beer on the wall. Do you have any idea how many f***ing thousands of beer bottles that kid passed around? Wait. He was smuggling alcohol onto school property? No, the song, Mystery. He sang that song over and over and over. It's a frickin' miracle his parents didn't off him. Hell, that's probably why they haven't pressed charges. You guys didn't notice the real police didn't show up for this one. Well, I was wondering, but I uh, was hoping we were just that good. Anyhow, yesterday was the last freaking straw. I saw the little get on the bus, same as usual, except yesterday, this kid gets on, he's holding a kazoo! A kazoo! Yeah, right, over my dead body! Well, I give him a chance, maybe he won't blow it. But guess what? Not two minutes down the road, what are we all here? The motherfucking this worst piece of shit instrument to ever be spawned by Satan himself onto this green earth of ours. The goddamn kazoo! Well, you better believe I pulled that blue bus. It's a yellow bus and the earth is blue, but... Right over on the spot, grab my magnum from the glove box, march right back to row 12, and shut the motherfucker up for good. Jesus. I mean, I get he was being annoying, but... Annoying don't come close to covering it. I used to hear that kid singing when I tried to go to bed at night. He's been on my bus for three and a half years. I haven't slept more than two hours a night since he started on my route. Do you know what that much sleep deprivation does to a guy? You see things. You drift off in the middle of the day. I shouldn't be driving kids around for a living, I'll tell you that. This is deeply upsetting on so many levels. Children, why did none of you say anything? We've told you all about stranger danger. Are you nuts? Do you know how happy we were that Jordan was dead? Mr. Jerry made it very clear from the beginning. His bus, his rules. Usually, his rule is don't hurt anybody, but if he's the one breaking it, hey, his bus, his rules. Well, I'm extremely disappointed. Mr. Jerry, you're fired, obviously. Sure. The police are on their way to take you into custody now. Makes sense. Is the murder weapon still on the blue bus? Oh yeah, in the gun box the state puts in every bus now. You'll also find a bunch of ammo, my gun license, and my provisional driver's permit. Wait, you aren't licensed to drive the bus? Well, no. The school board requires a gun license. A driver's permit is under the preferred but not essential section of the job application. Well, that's disappointing, but it explains a lot. Yeah, you should probably check up on the other drivers. I know for a fact Bob on the pink bus has been talking shit about a kid named Teddy for a while now. Hey, that's stupid Teddy to you. Thank you for the tip, Jerry. You're all dismissed. Except, you know, the, the child murderer. Hey, do I look like I'm in a hurry? Wow, I can't believe it was the driver all along. How did you figure it out? I just pictured that day in my head. I mean, the students didn't have a real gun, because they're idiots. And once you eliminate all other options, 
Whatever remains must be the answer. Right. Well, nice work, Chrissy. I'm impressed. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Mystery. That means a lot. Anytime. And uh, keep up the good work. For instance, right now, because we're going straight back to the clubhouse to figure out how the fuck there's a blue bus that's yellow! I swear to God. Thank you all for tuning in to another exciting adventure of Mystery Jones and Investigator Chrissy. Don't forget to tune in next week to answer some of the unanswered questions in their lives. Like, will Mr. Jerry be sentenced to life without parole or the electric chair? Will Susie ever learn not to be a little bitch? And who the f*** taught Mystery Jones color theory? Find out next week on Mystery Jones, The Radio Files. Mystery Jones, The Radio Files is a production of WHODAT in Boston, Massachusetts. Our cast includes Scott Rocks as Detective Mystery Jones, young Miss Grenadine Ann Sprite as Investigator Chrissy, Dame Helen Mirren as Principal Commissioner, little Tabitha Danielson as the janitor, Mr. Meatball, and of course we have veteran Broadway actor Marshall St. Peter's as a numerous additional voices. The show is narrated by Barnabas Werther and the ad copy is read by his shorter and less successful brother, Nathaniel Werther. Mystery Jones is written and edited by a couple of guys who wish they'd gotten into Harvard, but instead are just disappointments to their fathers. And of course, we have an intern somewhere around here. Wait, do we? Betty, have you seen the intern around? We might want to check up on that. No, I don't know. It's been a couple weeks. Well, yeah, but that closet always smells. Well, check on it. And I'm Bruce Bingles, the producer of Mystery Jones, and as always, thank you for tuning in. Worth it, too, to listen to these kids' testimonies. I had no idea about half the shit happened on my bus. Sex games, freaking Russian roulette, things with tubes, talking about Home Depot until someone would break character and say they didn't want to talk about Home Depot anymore, making forks out of things that weren't forks, counting bricks, looking out the window, finding a school, and saying, that's not a school, that's a synagogue. Hey guys, what's up? It's Paul Ramsdale and Justin Dodd. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to read the real credits at you right now. This episode we had Justin Dodd as Scott Rocks as Detective Mystery Jones. And Jessica Saul as Grenadine Ansprite as Investigator Chrissy. Isabella Werber as Dame Helen Mirren as Principal Commissioner and Little Susie. Two voices. And Jude Flannelly as Marshall St. Peter's as Bus Driver Jerry, Damien, and other additional voices. Real quick, Jude Flannelly. What a star. It's amazing. He wears so many hats. He kills it every time. It's true. People to my face will tell me that I am far less talented than Jude Flannelly, and they're not wrong. Yeah, they're right. And I'm the one that tells you that most of the time. You tell me every day when I wake up, and it's... It's usually I'm sending you a text that wakes you up that says, still not as good as Jude. Yeah, and you also send a voice memo and mm -hmm. a video and yeah. a picture with the caption that says, you're bad. And if I don't have work till, like, later in the day, I'll do my best to, like, get over to your apartment and, like, just, you know, throw rocks at your window. Yeah. Say, Jude is better than you. Yeah, I always am... Just amazed by how small you can write. Jude is better than you on these tiny pebbles. 
It's, uh, it takes a lot of time, and uh, I've worn out about six Dremel bits, but totally worth it. Anyway, we also had Julian Hernandez as little Tabitha Danielson as Mr. Meatball and a new character, Stupid Teddy. Get ready. We love writing Stupid Teddy into episodes. He is so stupid. Chloe Lind as the bird lady we found outside the studio as the girl who cried murder. The girl who cried murder. That's a great title for an episode. That's just a cool title in general. Yeah, and it implies that someone's like lying about murders and then there is one and then they don't get believed. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious when we gaslight women. <laughs> Wait, no, she's doing the gaslighting, right? Well, the boy who cried wolf, he was lying the whole time. And he was then lying, at the end, yeah, he, it, like, it he lied wolf. three times about a wolf, and then like the fourth time, no one believed him. They're like, there's no fucking wolf, but there was a wolf, and it ate him. Sounds like everyone's gaslighting everybody, <laughs> and we all just need to chill out. Yeah, there's, okay, so gaslighting is like, you are leading someone to believe something that you know is not true by making them think that they're crazy. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, thanks, Chloe. <laughs> That's uh, it's great. I'm going to add that to the list of episode titles. The girl who cried murder and then probably gets murdered later. Right? That would, maybe Or maybe she's the murderer. We don't know. We'll find out. We don't usually know until we're done writing the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that happens often. We'll be like, all right, let's just see where this one leads. And then we end up two days later. We like, surprise ourselves like, oh. Oh, it was that character. That's crazy. <laughs> the bus driver all along. Who knew? Uh, all right, and finally, Justin's dad, David Jones, is Barnabas and Nathaniel Werther as the narrator and the ad copy guy, respectively. Love you, Dad. Yeah, he's amazing. Do you think he likes it or hates it that I refer to him as Justin's dad? Uh, he probably hates everything you do just because he chooses someone randomly every year to just hate out of spite. Also, I've given him plenty reason. I keep breaking that cease and desist letter. That's true, but I don't know. He also loves Perseverance, so it's kind of confusing where, which route you should go. Interesting. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty aggressive about making sure you know that Jude is better than you. And I'm also aggressive about him knowing that I love him. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. I guess at the end of the season, we'll do a recap of how much you harassed my father. Yeah, a lot. It's getting pretty bad. I've been doing um, the, the bits from Seven recently. You know the movie Seven? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Um, not quite as aggressive, but like pretty aggressive. Which sin are you on? I'm up to Pride, um, which in the movie, what is it in the movie? Dude, I don't remember any of them. Is that the one where the girl, he cuts up a girl's face and he's like, you can either like live with a cut up face or kill yourself. And then she kills herself because he knows what she's going to. Is that the one? I don't know. I don't know. Well, but I'm getting upset just thinking about <laughs> yeah. all these things. Anyway, I'd also like to give a shout out to my dad, who I love very, very much, but who does not do voices in the episodes yet. But we've been talking about putting parents in episodes. It's true. We do love parents and the parent trap and Mousetrap, the board game. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played Mousetrap in a long time. I do love the parent trap, though. Both versions. Both versions. Yeah. I've never seen the original. Yeah, it's scary. The prank scene in that one is, like, intense. What do they do? Do they cut up a girl's face and force her to kill herself? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens in the in Disney's The Parent Trap, the 1960s version. Wow. Yeah, you know, same concept. Two twins meet at a summer camp, don't know that the other one existed. And then the richer one cuts up her sister's face because <laughs> she's jealous <laughs> that there's someone out there that has her face. Damn. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a prank. That sounds like a... Yeah. Attempted murder. 60s Disney did not fuck around. I 
guess you're right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and write us a lovely comment and give us a rating. It helps us out a lot, and we love to read them because they're, they're usually nice, and they make us feel good. If you want to write a mean one, that's fine, but I will ignore it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, guys, listen. Be honest about how you feel. If you don't like the show, tell us that you don't like the show. Give us the bad rating if you think we deserved it. But just know, you're wrong and we hate you. And we will find you. Yeah, that's... I don't think they tell you when you download podcasts, but, like, it gives the person that made the podcast your exact location forever. Yeah, we know where all of you guys are. We got a little map. Yeah. Pinpointed. It's constantly updating, like the Marauders map. We actually have a special promotion for the next two weeks. If you guys send us proof of you rating and reviewing Mystery Jones on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, we will send you a free sticker. There are instructions on our Instagram page, but yeah, that's basically how it works. Just take a screenshot of you sending in your review and then send that screenshot and your address to either our Instagram page or there's a contact page on mysteryjonespod.com and we'll send you a free sticker. I'm going to reiterate, free sticker. And you can stick it on anything. I mean, you can stick it on a sign or the bus or your mom or your grandmom, unless, you know, she's dead. But um, you still could. You'd, I think it's a felony. What other, what other things can you stick stickers on, Justin? Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. <laughs> and, um, I'm really curious as to how stickers stick to, uh, you know, liquid things or vaguely liquid things like jello or pudding or, uh... Are you saying how they, how they stick to it or if they can stick to it? If they even would. I think no, right? I don't know. <laughs> We're still recording, right? Thanks, guys. We love you, and we want you to know this sentiment. That you can stick stickers on water sometimes. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Tune in in two weeks for the next episode, episode four. We already said goodbye. I'm just dragging it on. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe you're not ready to turn the podcast off yet. Do you need us to stay here on the line while you go to sleep? Or while you pretend that you're on the phone so that your bosses make you do stuff as soon as you get to work? Here, we'll give you things to react to so that it sounds like you're on a phone conversation and you don't have to improvise it. Wait a second. What? No, I don't I got nothing. You're telling me that she said that to him? Can't be yes or no questions. It's, Why not? Well, you gotta give him more to work with. Because they just keep saying like, yes, no, it's gonna sound fake. But I guess we get, that, we're still asking them to improvise a lot of this. Yeah. This bit isn't working the way I wanted it to. Yeah, me either. I'll just cut it off after we said goodbye that last time. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, everybody.